The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is primarily our epistle reading for today from Romans chapter 12, which begins with these verses. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Many years ago, when I was starting to study to be a pastor, I was assigned, as each seminary student is, to help out on Sunday mornings at a local St. Louis congregation. I was lucky to have a wonderful congregation and a pastor from which to learn, not to mention two retired pastors sitting in the pew each week. It was my first chance to consistently get to watch church happen from the chancel instead of from the pew. And I reflect on that time with great fondness. It was also there that one particular Sunday I got to see one of the most beautiful displays of Christian care I have ever seen. You see, on that day, a woman who was in her 90s had returned to the church after being apart from Christ for many years. This was the first time, for in a long time, that she would receive communion and the first time ever within that congregation. Oh, communion could have been brought back to her that day since she was quite feeble, but she wanted to come forward. She wanted to be there at the rail with those whom she was joining in that congregation. And so as she came forward, she was up there and it became evident very quickly that she would not be able to stand on her own long enough to receive the Lord's Supper. And that's when something precious happened. The person on either side of her, who really didn't know her at all, each grabbed one underneath one of her arms, and they literally held her up as the pastor gave to her the body and blood of Jesus into her mouth. It has always served to me as a beautiful picture of how we are to treat one another in the body of Christ. It was a beautiful manifestation of the fellowship we have in Christ that is displayed so vividly when we come at a common rail to the Lord's Supper. Today, when you find your way to the rail later, you will be making a statement. You're not only making a statement about the relationship that you have with God through Jesus, but you're also making a statement about those other people who will be there with you at that rail. So what is the statement you are making? What does the Bible tell us about coming together to an altar? Well, it says the statement we are making is this. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are one in Jesus. Or perhaps put most simply, I love these people. They're my family. Yes, this is the statement you make when you come forward to the communion round. And today the Holy Spirit, through the words given to Paul in that book of Romans, tells us that that statement that we are making with our feet should be genuine. In fact, the Spirit, through Paul, tells us, let your love be without hypocrisy. In other words, he says that the love that we suggest with our feet 
by coming up and standing in common with other people should be genuine through and through every day. It should be as true in our hearts as it is in our feet when we come forward to the rail. Yes, our love is to be without hypocrisy. It is to be genuine. It's to be just like our Father's love is to us. You see, God does not claim to love us and then in his heart feel bitterness towards us for some past action. He does not profess to love us and yet hold a grudge against us secretly. He does not confess to love us, but then speak poorly about us the first time our back is turned. So is that the kind of love that we share one for another? Is our love for one another that genuine? Is it a love without hypocrisy? Well, today let us dig into the specifics of our text from the book of Romans, before we answer that question too quickly or without little thought. For there in that reading, the Spirit gives us all sorts of short exhortations that help us understand what it means to love without hypocrisy. First, the Spirit says that we are to treat one another with brotherly affection. We are to treat one another like we are brothers and sisters of the same family because we are through holy baptism. So do you believe that those gathered here today are truly just as much your family, if not more so, than those with whom you share a little DNA? Do you treat one another with affection because you know that truth? Do you defend others here like you would if someone attacked a member of your own family. The Spirit also says that we are to outdo one another in showing honor or respect to each other. When people see our dealings with one another, we must ask, is that what people see? Is honor and respect the things that are, or are those the things that are given to everyone to see when we need to make a decision together? Do we respect one another sincerely? The Spirit of Christ goes on to instruct us that as we are members of the same body, we are also to mourn with those who are mourning. And we're to rejoice with those who are rejoicing. But again, we must ask, is this what we truly do? Or do all too often we truly think that both those who are mourning and those who are rejoicing or maybe overdoing it a little bit? Do we think that the events in their life which they're causing so much emotion about are really not as big a deal as the fuss might seem? Spirit goes on to instruct us that we are never to think of ourselves as unquestionably wiser than our fellow believers. We're not to just consider all of their ideas somehow foolish because they are not our own. You know, perhaps on a practical level, this admonition is the one that condemns us most easily. For if we're honest with ourselves, we often think that our ideas are unquestionably the most wise ideas, and therefore if anyone else disagrees with us, they must be fools. How many churches throughout the ages have been fractured because of such types of thinking? 
So, do you believe that others gathered around you here are wiser than you, or at least could be wiser than you on a particular issue? Do you refrain from thinking that certain people and their ideas must always just be judged as foolish? Finally, we are told as God's people that we are never to repay evil for evil. Instead, we're told that we are to repay evil with good. Talk about a statement that is hard to pull off in real life. For so often when someone causes us pain or heartbreak, we immediately think about how we might be able to cause them a little bit of the same. Yes, it seems that our favorite defense, even in our later years, is one that we learn very early on in life. Well, they did it first. They said that and it hurt me, so I'm justified in doing what I'm doing. You know, Jesus said that people would see the love that exists within the body of Christ and then that they would give glory to God. He said that outsiders would know that those people who were loving one another in the body of Christ were truly his disciples. He said it would be the proof that we had passed from death to life. So we must always reflect and ask, is that the reputation of our part of the body of Christ? Do others look in and say, see how they love one another? Do they look in and see that there is indeed love without hypocrisy? Well, the Holy Spirit assures us today that if we are living in the ways of Christ, others certainly should see that in our midst. But I suppose each one of us, if we are willing to be honest and look at our own life clearly, has to admit that at least at times if people were looking in from the outside, and got a close look at what was going on inside, they certainly would not say that there was love without hypocrisy being practiced. We have to admit that even as God's people gathered together into a local congregation, we are often easily offended. We are often very self-centered. We tend to hold grudges rather than dispense forgiveness. In the end, we must say we tend to not be very much like Jesus and his love. And that's very sad since we have been given his spirit to dwell within us and we've been raised up through the power of his resurrection. Today, as we realize those things in our life, we indeed should mourn that we are not like Jesus. But thankfully, that's not the end of our meditation for after our mourning is complete, then we meditate on the fact that blessedly Jesus is not like us. No, he has a love that is without hypocrisy. His love is more genuine than any other love you will ever find. Though he is our creator, he still treats us like brothers and sisters. He honors and respects us even when we do not earn that for one moment. When we mourn, he mourns with us. When we rejoice, he rejoices with us. And even though he is the one and only 
true and wise God, he still listens to us. He hears our prayers and the desires that we offer up within them. And most important of all, he does not repay evil with evil. For if God did that, we would be in grave trouble. We would be destined for temporal and eternal death with punishment leading the way. But today he reminds us again that he repays evil with good. He repays evil with good as we look to him in faith. He gives us every good that we need for our body and soul. As we heard in our gospel reading, his love was so genuine that he pressed forward to Jerusalem, even though he knew there he would die for us. Yes, his love is so perfect that he wanted our evil to be done away with forever. He wanted his good instead to fill our lives. Yes, his is a love without hypocrisy. He does not speak as if he loves us in the scriptures and then treat us in a different way. No, instead, that very love that we find revealed in the scriptures, we also find manifested to us day and night as his children. He does give us everything we need for body and soul. He does it because he loves us and because he has already paid the price necessary to deliver to us every good gift. His love is genuine. He has made that clear with every word he has spoken and with every last breath he breathed upon the cross. His love, again, this day, fills our heart. And not only fills our hearts, but gives us so much that it flows out into the lives of other people. Yes, even the people sitting closest to us today in this church. It is his love, after all, that enables us to love one another. To love those who are sitting next to us or who will soon be standing next to us at this rail. We hold one another up, arm in arm, in order that God might continue to give to us his good gifts. And then we go forward. So filled with that love that we are ready to share that love with others. Christ's love is without hypocrisy. May ours be the same. And when it is not, let us return again to him for his forgiveness and life and love. Amen. <laughs>